0: What's happening, people? Welcome to another edition of Trick here on the Got What You Need Network. Um, be sure to check out the other um, podcasts on this great network, the Black Male Podcast, Ian Friend's Life and Love, as well as the Encourage and Inspire Podcast. Yeah. So look, man, Um, we're going to talk about um, Brittany Griner um, and her release couple of weeks ago um, we're going to talk about Coach Prime, Deion Sanders and his um, and him leaving Jackson State for Colorado and why I don't have a problem with it um, Trump was found guilty in New York, well no um, his company was found guilty of all kinds of tax fraud and face up to a 1.6 million dollar um, fine and Kristen, Senator Kristen Sinema has left the Democratic Party and become an independent and we'll talk about why that's a big yawn. All right, all right. So let's start with um Brittany Grimer. Um woke up one Saturday morning and um as I was watching um Sports Center, um, the bottom of the screen, um, it was Brittany Griner is set to be released um, shortly, or you know today, or something to that matter, and, and I was like, "Wow, it's gonna be interesting to see how this went down. Who um, we had to give up? What well, we? The United States had to give up in order to get." Um, P.G. back over here and then we found out it was a um, gentleman who was nicknamed the Merchant of Death Um, he had did about half of his sentence Um, his name is Victor Boot Um, that's his real name but he's um, nicknamed the the merchant of death so it was all this um outrage about you know i guess britney versus him and you know how dangerous you know he 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 is and was and now is again you know and Trading him for um, a, a WNBA player, as she was described, not a WNBA champion, two-time Olympic gold medal winner, um, but you know, uh, you know, I roll along with what the national media is saying for now. Um, all right, I got some some thoughts on this. First of all, like we we're not talking about how she was caught up and other people's nonsense. Brittany Griner had been going over there for years, um, playing in, in that Russian league, doing well, and helping that country. And the only reason that she was arrested and charged was because they, um, Russia was about to invade Ukraine and they knew that they would be able to use her as a bargaining chip later to get a high level release, which they did. Now for those saying, uh, you know, we shouldn't did this and we shouldn't that. I'm like, look, man, if that was somebody you knew, you wouldn't have cared who um she was traded who they were traded for, if it was your family member, you would just be glad that the government was working to get your family member back so let's start there and then some people decided to bring up um, Paul Whelan ex-Marine who's also well well, not also well he's over in um, a Russian um, prison as well and let's just talk about him for a second Um, he was um Discharge from the Marines for bad A bad conduct discharge It's legally distinct from a dishonorable discharge And I know some people are listing that um, It was for larceny, dereliction of duty Lying, social security fraud And writing bad checks All right, And then on top of that when he was caught, he was supposed to be over in Russia for a wedding, a friend's wedding or something. And and when he and when he was arrested or when he was confronted at his hotel, right, they found on him a flash drive that had um the identities of Russian um Border Patrol agents. So <laughs> like I'm not saying that he he was a spy or is a spy or whatever but it sure looked like he got caught red-handed and it 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 is, it is what it is and I'm not saying oh we should, you know leave him over there um you know he that's what he deserved or anything like that because if he is if he is a spy he's working on behalf of somebody but This was somebody who actually got caught And then the United States Don't want to admit he's a spy Because then they'll have to give up somebody Even worse than probably the dude We just gave up or whatever And that's why Paul Whelan Is still over there You know Um, I know there's probably some more details to it But be clear This man got citizenship in four countries all right um was it is it the US Canada Ireland and the UK all right and like i said he and i think he did some teaching and some other things over in russia whatever but his cover was a friend's wedding and while he was over there he said that a friend gave him a flash drive he thought it just had pictures on it or he thought it had family photos on it or something to that effect or whatever and like i said when he was caught or when he was um you know approached and questioned in his hotel room they found the flash drive with the identities of of russian um border agents on it so um like we have to put everything in, in into context, man. And um those that especially on the right that are like trying to become all of a sudden these big um Paul Wh- Wheeling fans when they never mention his name a day in their life um before um the Britney Grinder release is is really, really sad, man. So Um, You know, look, man um, To say that The dude who she was exchanged for Is not dangerous To say that he couldn't possibly um, Cause harm to Americans In the future Like you can't just automatically say that that won't happen. So you know, I, I'm putting it definitely in perspective that um, when you look at what Britney Griner is to America versus what dude is to Russia, I get like the disparity. But I, I'm, I guess, I'm just not one that's mad that we did the deal and and got her from over there, man. She was in a Russian penal colony for some vapes. I, I get it. I, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. The rules in everybody's country are the rules and she broke the rules. And if she was just going over there to visit some friends and hang out or whatever, um, I might be with you. But the fact that she was over there uh, playing basketball um, helping their economy and helping their country. I think that should have counted for more than, than than what it did. But the only reason it didn't count is because she was being used at, as a political pawn. So, like I said, man, I, I'm not, you know, going to condemn someone that that says that the deal shouldn't have been done. I just disagree. And I'm glad that she's back home and, you know, back in the United States getting, you know, you know, help and, you know, both from a mental and a physical standpoint, and then hopefully, man, she'll be able to get back into the, um, into the, you know, not get back into the league. She was never dismissed, but, you know, get back into the swig of things and play for her team, man, and, um, um, Phoenix Mercury and, you know, continue to do her thing. So that's where I'm at on the Brittany Griner thing. Glad she free. All right. All right. Let's talk about Coach Prime for a second. As you know, by now, he has left Jackson State after three years of a four year contract and um, that paid him three hundred thousand a year. Um, he was supposed to get a bonus when, when you win the SWAT. He never received that. Um, his assistant coaches, while he was making three hundred thousand, was making twenty five thousand. Um, let's just talk about some of the things that happened while he was there. His car was broken into several times. His son's, both son's cars, was broken into several times. The water is so bad that at one time they would take a bath in a gym pool. One, like I said before, didn't receive a bonus for, uh, from the school for winning the um, SWAC championship. The alumni won't donate school um don't um, don't feed the students and the players um adequately the city of Jackson doesn't support the school properly like all right and let's just let's just stop there and then not to even mention after his first victory uh, um at home um while they were playing someone had broken into the office in the locker room and the school was more upset that Coach Prime made it public Than the fact that This would happen And it was and it was allowed to happen Now For those saying Well he said he was coming To save HBCUs And this that and the other And look You know um, You may start off And Have a goal Having an, an objective and you come in with your research with your resources um your reach, your network, people you know, and you start to make some things shape and naturally, you think that that would attract alumni boosters, um just wealthy or even wealthy and black in Mississippi is hard, but at least rich, you know, um, citizens that, you know, want to help the school or whatever. This man got them a state-of-the-art new practice field and facility, um, enhancements to the, the stadium, um, brand new locker room, um, endorsement deal with Under Armour, um, had college game day In Jackson Mississippi <laughs> And After three years Of a four year contract Um He decided to leave And to go to Colorado Which who was going to pay him Five million A year Um This is why a lot of wealthy black people, rich black people get their money and they never look back. Because it just seems like no matter what we do, it's never enough. No matter how many people you help, you didn't help enough. And then for the people of Jackson, Mississippi, you found out that three of your most successful citizens in recent history stole from, stole from you, and and stole from welfare recipients. Um, stole from a fund that was supposed to help your water um, and improve your water system or whatever. I didn't see one protest, one um, like, nothing, nothing. Brett Favre or Ted Dibiase or Marcus Dupree did or anything like that defaced or or, or whatever. None of that. You know, like the the, the kids. Who broke the story, who wasn't even like, you know, was basically just wanting to know why the state that was getting the most money from the government towards their welfare recipients wasn't showing signs of improvement, and then they stumbled across all the nonsense with the former governor, Brett Farr, and all of this kind of stuff. But there was hardly any in-state outrage over that. Like, the, the the citizens of Jackson should have been turning that city upside down. I, I, I'll, I'll even give you a personal example, and and, and this is a, a a true, 100% true story. My Uncle Ted was born and raised in Mississippi, and like uh, most of his brothers and sisters, all moved um, to Central Jersey, mainly in New Brunswick and, and um, the Franklin Township area. In Middlesex County, Central Jersey, all right? I think about maybe 10 years ago, maybe, he moved back to Mississippi. Um, was working, I believe, at Mississippi Valley State, you know, doing his thing, you know, ready to just slow down, you know, was tired of the city life or whatever. Immediately, almost immediately, his health started to, started to deteriorate. Nobody could figure it out, nobody knew what was going on So after a while, um, my uncle and my aunt, his brothers and sisters in, in Atlanta was like, nah, you need to get out of there and come stay with us Almost as soon as he moved to Georgia, started getting better medical attention Um, drinking cleaner water, bathing in cleaner water, or whatever, his health immediately improved. Uh, Improved to the point that where it did, he was able to travel up to New Jersey to visit us recently, looking good, or whatever. And people in Mississippi don't even look at, like, systematically how many people died from dirty water, like even the people that didn't drink it, who bathed in it, who, who maybe used it to cook or whatever. And then even if you went and got bottled water, where, do you, where, did, where did that come from <clears throat> or, or whatever? But once again, the, the people of Mississippi know why their water system was never, was never fixed. And like I said, no type of outrage. But then uh, a rich football coach decides to take a promotion that pays him what is it? All right, so three hundred thousand five million. Look, like twelve times <laughs> his current salary, which also means that his assistant coaches get raises. Or whatever. Well, you know the assistance he'll have with him. I'm sure he's not taking all of them. But now, like anybody listening, who who in this day makes twenty five thousand a year? Like, come on, man. Like, like, oh man, we got we got to stop this stuff, man. It was a good run. It was great that he was there. It was great that. Um, So much attention was being brought to Jackson State and HBCUs as a whole. And now, to me, the people that are still coaching, still playing, still, like, calling the game, still doing media for these HBCUs, y'all got to take what he gave and run with it. You know, hey, say, uh, you know, now get another, get Nike involved, Adidas, whoever, you know, like, why so much criticism for one man who, and then on top of that, just even look at it from a selfish standpoint. If his son, which is it's already been said is going to transfer and be the quarterback at Colorado, don't you think he's going to get a better look than he, than he would have got at, at Jackson State? And that, but once again, let's, let's be clear, three years of a four-year contract and somehow he a sellout, I I just disagree with that, man. I don't, I just don't understand why to be real as a black person, as a black man, a black woman, somehow like you got to take so little. Like you got to like be like the lowest of the low. You got to like not want no money and all like <sighs> Man, I salute Coach Prime for what he did. Um, And if Jackson State, like, um, falters, it's not his fault. And that, like, that's it, man. Um, I think what he did was great. And um, I don't have any problem with him deciding to to leave um and and do do himself do better for himself as well as his kids man and as well as his um um well i say his kids i mean his assistant coaches whatever man so look let's move on all right so the trump organization was found. Um, was found guilty of criminal tax fraud, all right? And um, they're going to be facing, um, well, not facing, the the company is going to be facing a a fine of about $1.6 million, and it really just um, cripples their ability to, like, secure loans, and to, um, you know, operate as a corporation. Um, The, I guess the CEO of the company um, who was on paid leave for the company spent three days on the witness stand. He pleaded guilty to 15 felonies for failing to pay taxes on 1.76 million in income. And as part of his plea, he will be sentenced to five months in jail if the judge finds that he testified truthfully. Um, They basically are, the Trump organization, that's what I mean by they, are basically saying that he did all this stuff himself. Um, You know, he gave himself the apartment, you know, tax-free. You know, he gave... He, he made sure his, his kids went to the, these expensive schools on his own, and he did all of this stuff by himself, and nobody in the organization do anything about it. And um, Alan Weisselberg was this road actor. Um, the judge and the jury didn't go for that, and once again, the organization was found guilty of all counts. And like I said, they faced 1.6 million in fines And this is what I ask With all this Hunter Biden Laptop stuff going on Or whatever How is it that An ex-president Who is then attempting to run again Can even be qualified to run again Like, he shouldn't have ever been able to run in the first place. Like, you start a real estate school, it turns out to be a fraud, and you gotta pay millions of dollars back to the um, people that you defrauded or whatever. That should be enough in in itself. But now, for your organization to be um, charged or whatever, and then to turn around and, and, and still somehow be eligible to run for president, is just crazy to me. So, like, I don't want to hear nothing about no Hunter Biden or none of that nonsense. If he, if he can, if if Trump can take um, top secret documents, keep them, lie about keeping them, then like the Justice Department keep gotta go, keep having to go to a judge and being like, yo, he still got more documents that he lying about. You know, we need you to make a ruling so we can get him back or whatever. And the fact that we still are going through this with him or whatever is crazy to me. And then all he has to do is say, oh, it's a political witch hunt. And now all these so-called patriots and, oh, you care about this country. And, oh, we released the merchant of death and da-da-da-da-da. But then all y'all are mute, mute, mute. About the ex-president Having top secret documents That we know he's selling to the highest bidder We know he don't um, release the identities of some spies Anybody Putin want to know about or whatever But somehow that's cool? Nah, man we, you, you, Like that's too much of an extreme to have like, it's no hypocrisy that's that great, y'all. None, none. <sighs> so, Senator Kristen Sinema, um, well, put it this way, um, with the recent victory in Georgia where, um, Re- Senator Reverend Raphael Warnock. Um, beat Herschel Walker and gave Chuck Schumer a 51 to 49 advantage in the Senate, it pretty much made um, Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema like less effective than they have been the past two years with with the 50-50 tie and with Kamala Harris um, basically having to be the tie-breaking vote or whatever, um, excuse me, Vice President Kamala Harris having to be the tie-breaking vote or whatever, they could maneuver and get little extra stuff for them and for their donors and their rich backers or whatever and just hold up anything they wanted to when their, when their boosters and backers told them to. And they did it at every turn. Got things taken out of, of different bills or, or, or what have you. Well, with the Warnock victory, it makes that stuff less likely to happen. So, with Cinema becoming an independent, it's kind of a yawner. Um, she was going to get primary, you know, for the 2024 election anyway, and is going to lose in the primary. So it's like, why not go out with a bang and say you were independent? So then if she wanted to still try to run as an independent after she lost the primary, she could then, you know, run as a third party and and play spoiler. So this is all she's setting herself up to do. It's not really a big deal. It does nothing about what... um, Senator Schumer can do. It does nothing in regards to the committee assignment. She even asked um, Majority Leader Schumer to, to stay on the committees. So why would she want to be on Democratic committees if, you know, she's this big independent? Like I said, this was just like, oh, you know, I know what's going to happen in a couple of years, so let me go ahead and get out in front of this, and then she could keep saying, "Oh, Washington is so divisive," but um, uh, you know, I'm I'm so bipartisan and I'm so middle of the road, and you know, we need more people like me in Washington or whatever. And mind you, she hasn't had one town hall. Back home to talk to her constituents About any of her votes Any of her actions Or anything like that So when you have Someone like that Who, who wants to always be In the middle of stuff Always want to um, Cause chaos and confusion with, um, with, with her Votes and with her With her threats and and things like that to then not be be able to have the courage to then go back home and talk to the people that voted you in on why exactly you did this like there's there's what I'm trying to say we can't say necessarily that she didn't have good reasons to do the things that she did, but my thing is you do owe. An explanation to the people who hired you. And when you can't even answer them, when you can't answer them, I just have a problem with that. So, um, you know, like I said, let's, you know, let's see what happens, Um, you know, when the House takes over. uh, Well, when the GOP takes over the House and let's see what happens when the first piece of legislation comes up that may pass the House. And let's see what happens when um, Kevin McCarthy now needs 50 votes. Will, will, will she decide to be um, a swing vote for the Republicans? Or will she just remain this, this fake um, independent? We'll see. Oh, man, appreciate y'all hanging out with us, man. Um, and I appreciate um, the support for, um, for Politric, man. It's, it's very humbling. And let's just continue to grow, man. Um, I'm not saying I'm always right, um, but I do try to um, make sure that I research the things that I talk about so that I'm, I am talking about it from a factual standpoint. And I'm just looking at things from like a practical matter Um I I can't get caught up in some of this stuff, man, just because I I, I see all sides of it. And, um, like, you know, in in closing, like, we just spent, I think, $858 trillion um, for, like, defense or whatever. But, um, you know, I guarantee you, if we gave a tenth of that to a social program, A lot of people will lose their mind, both Democrat and Republican and independent. But like the great late Tupac Shakur said, we got money for war, but we can't feed the poor. (laughs) On that note, we'll get on out of here. Don't forget to. support the entire network Ian Friends, Life and Love the Black Male Podcast the Encourage and Inspire Podcast and of course Politrick, right here on the Got What You Need Network until next time peace